Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. Today, we discuss Cardi B's crazy fashion Nova party, what really went down with Fifth Harmony, Felicia's new developed phobia of baby owls, and how do we as creators and creatives know when it's time to reinvent. If you're ready to get into some snacks, crack open the pantry door and let's get into it. My issue is, is I have my phone right here, right? And I put it over here. But iMessage pops up on my thing. So I just saw Shelby ask if I was a Virgo or a Libra, right? And I see that in my screen, and I'm like, well, I've got to tell her I'm a Libra because I can't let this go go unannounced. So, and then I say that, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. Let's get into this. And then it pops up, and it's Ricky saying she's American. (laughs) Wait. So I get distracted. I see. So anyways, Shelby, if you're listening to this – we're not ignoring you. <laughs> no, absolutely not. She's and um, oh, for the record, for everyone listening, I'm a Libra. I'm a. You're a Taurus. And you have wolf. you have a. Uh, Libra a Libra moon. rising. Are you a Libra rising or a Libra moon? We need to do an episode where we talk about our. Um, our horoscope moments. Yeah, we do our birth chart. That would be fun. I agree. Actually, I feel like horoscopes are in. Yeah. Oh, you are. You are, you're a Libra rising and your moon is Gemini. So you have Gemini and Libra are both air signs. And then I think Taurus uh, is an earth sign. So. See, I'm just like well grounded and mm-hmm. I'm also living somewhere in the clouds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I so get that. Come on, Horo. I know. We love a good birth chart moment. <laughs> 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 so, Courtney, how are you doing today? I literally was just about to ask you the same exact thing. Oh, my God. See, <laughs> I love okay. that. So, Courtney is a Taurus sun and a Libra rising, and yes. I am a Libra sun and a Taurus moon. So, like, we get it. <laughs> so, okay. So, Courtney, how are you doing today? Um, You know what, Felicia? It is just another typical day in Los Angeles you know it's literally burning down oh yeah (laughs) Um, you have all the fires happening out there right now yeah like I don't know what is going on girl but LA is doing the most thankfully I am very safe in my house far ish away from that so I didn't have to be evacuated but I do feel pretty Pretty bad for the people that did have to pack their stuff up, evacuate people that lost their homes, you know, people with animals. Oh, my God. People with animals, I always, like, think about the most because, you know, they are your family. I know. I know. It's so – it's such a strange concept to me about the fires and stuff. Like, I – living on the East Coast, I don't experience that. Um, I get hurricanes, and hurricanes are super damaging. Like, they can, like – wipe everything out but most of the time and and you can't it's it's you kind of know where hurricanes coming for you because you can like project the path but you don't know but what's different about it is the fact that we can like board stuff up like a lot of people that live in the path of the hurricanes like they'll board their houses up so at least like there's a little bit of a way to prepare but with a fire like everything's just gone there's nothing to do to protect your house yeah there's literally nothing. I think there's maybe like fire insurance, but physically, like you lose your home. 
that's so terrifying. I used to, like, be terrified of that as a kid. Like, this sounds, like, super, like, and, like, this probably isn't surprising that I would do something like this, but it, like, gave me anxiety as a child. So I, like, always had a little backpack with all of my favorite things, like, my little stuffed animals and all my things. So I was, like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and there's a fire, I'm just grabbing my bag. You are ready to go. I'm like, I have my favorite stuffed animals in there. I have all my things that are important to me, and I'm getting you out of here. You already knew what time it was. <laughs> I know You I were was already ready. prepared. This yes. doomsday preparation at five years old. <laughs> like, truly. That's truly <laughs> what was happening. Oh, my God. Literally me. I think at five, I was more so, like, concerned with, like, falling out of the window. Like, that was, like, the weirdest <laughs> the window? Yeah, like, I lived in, like, New York when I was five. Like, Harlem. Like, I'm talking, like, gangs and thuggish Dominicans, like, ready to cut you up. Like, and I lived, like, really high up in my apartment building. Not even the projects, y'all. Like, I just lived in a really tall building. And, like, I just personally knew that I was always jumping around and breaking stuff in my house, doing cartwheels. God, Lord, when I learned (laughs) how to do a cartwheel, my parents were over it. (laughs) Britney Spears literally came out right around the time I learned how to do a cartwheel. And my parents were literally over it because they collected pieces of art and like glassware like if you've ever heard or google makasa like really nice stuff and so i was cartwheeling all over the living room and i broke something and my parents were literally ready to choke me so i knew that because i was so wild sorry (laughs) y'all my cats have decided to wake up hey me stop now they're attacking me for like telling them to stop (gasps) Okay, okay. All right. I think we're good. <laughs> Me. Sorry. <laughs> it, it was because I always knew that I was jumping around and I was just afraid I was going to fall out of the window. Like, I, like no lie. I, it was like a really weird, irrational fear I had. Come on, honesty. I don't think I've ever told people that. <laughs> and you know, what's, you know what came to my mind when you just finished that? Like, you and I are both scared of heights. And yeah. you lived up high and you were scared of falling out of a window. Because I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't think I've ever been scared to fall out of a window, but like I am scared of falling because I'm freaking terrified of heights. Girl, you won't catch me nowhere high. And then on top of that, we had like fire escapes. So like to see people walk on fire escapes terrified me because yeah, I was I always like worried that. that like I would have to do that one day and mm-hmm. I'm like, oop, there I go, falling off falling out the window. So I don't like that. Yeah. Let one us know your of... favorite irrational fear basically yeah. as well. Yeah, that's so interesting because, like, I was scared of everything as a child. I truly was. I was. But you know what? I was never afraid of clowns. I don't think I was ever afraid of clowns either. And, like, I didn't mind, like, at Disney World, like, the people behind, like, masks and stuff. Oh, I live for that shit. I don't think I was scared of that, but honestly, who knows? Maybe I was, and I just, like, blogged it out. I'm dead. We said we are opening the pantry and we are laying on the therapist couch today. I know, I know. One of the things one of the things that I was super scared of and this was an issue, like I had to like get through this. I was scared of weather. Why weather? What about weather was terrifying? We um around the time in school when we started studying about like tornadoes and stuff which again gets back to the natural disaster and me being like, I'm going to lose everything. Um, I, 
I was so scared that a tornado was going to happen. Could y'all stop? My cats are freaking out. <laughs> Stop it. Ooh, girl. <laughs> oh, like, but, we are in the middle of a production. I know. Um, but <laughs> but anyways, um, if I like woke up and like looked outside and there was a cloud, it could be a clear blue sky. But if there was a cloud in the sky, I would literally have anxiety. Like I would get sick and I couldn't Holy go shit. to school. Yeah. It was the strangest <laughs> thing. Like I don't and I don't know how I got over it. I'm like, have you ever seen the day after tomorrow? I have. Did I that have. terrify you? Because that's some intense I think, weather. I think at that point I was maybe over it, but I don't know. Like I would like call home and be like, "Mom, I need to go home if it starts storming." Because I would just like really like start freaking out. Like I like don't really get panic attacks or anything now, like as an adult. But like that's one of the things that used to like induce it as a child, and I don't know why. I don't mind it now. I like actually like the rain. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's so strange. I don't know what it was. Yikes, Rama. Weather. Weather. Weather and heights. Here we are, y'all. So the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about that? The so the weather? No. So way back in the day, before I was in the direction fan the One Direction fandom, Me. um Harry Styles liked this porn tweet. It, I don't know. I don't remember what it was. It was something gross. It was some porn tweet. And obviously, the directioners flipped out. Like, they were of like, they what is that? Like, it was something <laughs> really gross. And they got it, like, trending on Twitter. And um, so, I guess whenever Harry finally looked at his phone and he saw all this, he was like, oh, no. And so, he went. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, he, no. <laughs> he went on Twitter and liked a ton of pictures of, like, baby cats. And then he just tweeted, so, the weather. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's Literally how he me. dealt with it. That's how he dealt the with it. The king that. of playing it off. <laughs> yeah. How do you bounce back from that? Cats and the weather. Exactly. <laughs> Lord, the perfect storm. The style storm. Oh. Uh, the style <laughs> storm. <laughs> Let's get in to... The celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on this week with celebrities? Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> also, if you guys hear this little like um ASMR like hopefully it doesn't bother you. That's my um my tea. I'm literally drinking tea while we're talking about celebrity. Tea. That's so iconic. I'm sorry. That's so horrible. I'm so glad you're listening today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Please don't forget to rate us five stars on iTunes. <laughs> oh, my God. If you think that we are the five-star girls, we'd really appreciate that. Five stars. Thank you so much. Okay. So, Danielle Brigoli. Bad Barbie. Barbie. Bad. 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 Can I just tell uh, you that I did not know what that name said? For a really long time, like like probably longer than I should have known, and then I heard somebody say it out loud, and I'm like, "Who the hell is that?" That's and then it like baby. all clicked together in my head. I said, "Oh, that's the um girl. I don't even remember what she said." This is the young lady. For those of you who don't know, this is the young lady that was on Doctor Phil, and she was saying, "Cast me outside." How oh about yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That and she, uh, she basically. And very intelligently, I might add, got herself a team 
They built up her virality on YouTube, and now she is a hip-hop entertainer. Won't use the word rapper because she doesn't write her raps. <laughs> a hip-hop entertainer named Bad Baby. So she makes music. She sells lots of tour tickets. She says, hi, bitch, without a T in the word. And she has found success. Basically, at Cardi B's Fashion Nova <laughs> event. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like okay. how like how do how does that even sound? Like you know when you start off uh-huh. a story with Cardi B's Fashion Nova event that yeah. it can only be some sort of uh situation. It's very telling. Just it's just very telling. Whose party is it, Cardi B's? What is the party for? Fashion, Fashion Nova. So Nova. that just already gives you a a bit of an idea. See, I know nothing about this, but there's many things running through my head right now. Let me spin this web for you. I want you to visualize with me. Everyone oh, can I ask you one question before we start this? Yes, Was Miriam McDonald, Emma from Degrassi, present at this Fashion Nova party? OMG. Because <laughs> she loves some Fashion Nova. Know, listen, Emma from Degrassi, if y'all are not following her on Instagram, it's like Marion Catherine 26. Uh-huh. Yeah. Listen, you better follow the good sis Miriam. Tell them that we sent you because she's the queen of Degrassi. Let me tell you something. She stunts in a Fashion Nova fit, okay? She is one of the top queens of Fashion Nova. There's only a few pictures that you can (laughs) scroll by in her feed that do not have her signature Fashion Nova stamp. Yes. But I I do not believe she was in attendance. Mm. But let me tell you, that would have been their best customer, so... I don't know okay. why they didn't have her there. Listen, Fashion Nova, give the people what they want. We want Emma from Degrassi and a Fashion Nova moment. Exactly. I don't know. Do something for her. Get, give her a little meet and greet, but have it in L.A. so we can come. <laughs> so basically, Iggy Azalea was also at the event. And Danielle Bregoli took it upon herself to literally throw a drink at Miss Amethyst Kelly. And... I'm a little bit confused. In fact, actually, I'm not confused at all because we're all smart here. So um, was she inside or outside when she threw this drink? Listen, let me tell you something. She (laughs) caught Iggy inside. Oh, no. She caught Iggy inside. How about that? How about that? How about that? Now, TMZ's got the video. I don't watch the video, right? Mm -hmm. Now, listen. Me and Felicia are in our mid-20s. We're, uh, not, we're not 40 and wise yet, but we've seen some things. Listen, we've seen we lived, some things. We lived through the scene era mm. online, okay? And I feel like if you've lived through the scene era online, you just, you've, you've got some scars, okay? Rawr. The scars remind me that the past is real. I tear my heart open <laughs> just to fail. Um, I really went there. Um, <laughs> this is just something that is very childish. You have to look at it this way. Iggy Azalea is a grown woman. Mm-hmm. She's a grown woman that's already had an engagement ring. Danielle Bregoli is not even... She, she's only two years into her teen years. 
You're 13, 14, 15. So oh, what? Two Lord. years, right? She's a baby. You're a baby. A baby. You're a baby reciting rhymes in a booth and throwing drinks at grown women. What, what did you think was going to happen, young lady? You get what I'm saying? What ha- What so, did happen? What happened was Iggy Azalea was kind of like, who the hell was that? Because <laughs> let, me pay, let, let me paint the picture for you guys. If you watch the video... Daniel Bregoli is, like, just far away enough from Iggy Azalea for Iggy to sort of, like, not even know what direction the drink came from. And it was water because you're 15 and you can't even drink. Oh, Lord. So you out here trying to give Iggy a bird bath for what? A bird bath. For what? You trying to water the azaleas for what? You tried to water the azaleas for what? It's winter. The azaleas bloom in the spring. Bad baby, don't you have a scantron to fill out, sis? I think better decisions could have been made. I'll give Iggy this. Iggy walked away. TMZ yeah. caught up with her outside. She took a selfie with a fan real quick, hopped in a ride, dragged Danielle on Instagram, and kept it pushing. And That's I thought that good. I thought that was very mature of her. Yes. She just sort of laughed it off. Yeah, she so, said, "I don't have the time today for this." Yeah, like how how icky, how icky is Elia look being a grown adult fighting a fifteen year old like mm-hmm. physically? You know, listen. Here's here's how I look at it, and this is just my Shane Dawson conspiracy theory. I, I think that I mean we know that Daniel Bregoli has the clout, right? Yeah. When you're in the game of clout, you always have to continuously do things to hold on to that attention. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So how interesting was it at Cardi B's event that you would sort of mirror her actions? Ooh. Because Cardi B just did the same exact thing at the Met Gala with Nicki Minaj. Exactly. So something to think about, listener. What's real and what's not? What's yeah. for clout and what's really real beef in the entertainment industry yeah but whatever moving on zane dropped a brand new song and did you hear it i have not heard it yet let me tell you zane and Nicki minaj did what needed to be done Nicki ain't even rap really she's Nicki singing is up there she's sing singing oh how cool i'm excited to hear it did it come out today or was that yesterday it like just came out i think it came out today oh, okay like or like or like in the night or something like that. Like, super, super, super recent. Mm-hmm. It just came out. Listen, we have been wanting this collab for, like, two years now. We have been waiting 50,000 years for Nikki or Zayn to give us this collab. And it is actually a bop. It's called No Candle, No Light. And I, I think it's very representative. R- representative? Rep- mm-hmm. No, that representative is a fucking noun. <laughs> it definitely represents Zayn's sound. It's, uh-huh. like, very dark like drums, like, dum, dum, dum. like, I don't know. It's very Zane. Have you heard um, the other stuff that he's released this past year? Oh my God, yes. Baby, let me be your man. I have let no idea what that is. I don't know what you're man. singing right now. What? Let me. Oh my God, no. Zane has put out a couple bobs. Entertainer? Does, does this new song sound similar to that? No, this okay. new song sounds more like the first album. Okay, then I probably will like it. I really, Zayn is not my favorite person, but 
Um, I really liked, um, he, he just needs to keep his mouth shut. He talks too much sometimes. Like, quit talking about One Direction, you know? Like, mm. why are you and still his, talking his about it? his experience in yeah. the group and how he didn't make a single friend. And... Yeah, he said him and Harry hardly talked in the band. I'm like, okay, he didn't, he, have, he didn't have any fun. I'm like, all right. He, he, punched you, he punched you out once he brought up Harry. You said, hold on. You said, hold on. You had to take off your bamboo earrings for a minute. You said, hold on. I don't, it just hurts my heart. Like, I was not really super into One Direction until, like, after Zayn left. So, I don't have a personal attachment to Zayn. But it hurts my heart for those who do. Because, like, he's, like, coming out here saying, like, oh, it was all fake. I did not enjoy any bit of this. And I'm like, that's their memories. Like, even if you didn't enjoy it, then why do you have to go talk about it all the time and hurt them? It's a little disappointing because at least a lot of the people I knew, Zayn was, like, their favorite. I know. So, yeah. like, for him to sort of, like, come out and sort of, like, detest the whole situation, yeah. kind of, like, I don't know. It's kind of like an attack on the memory, like you said. Like, it, yeah. it, it kind of sucks for the fans. It does. It does. Like, it's fine that he felt that way. And, like, I totally understand if he did. But I don't know. It just hurts my heart for them. But I'm excited to hear this song. Um, I'm Liam sure would great. never. Liam would never. Liam would never. For those of you listening, Liam is my favorite One Direction member, and he's just a classy father, minding his business, putting out bops. Did you stream Polaroid? You better be streaming Polaroid, Jonas Polaroid. Blue and Liam. Ugh, so good, it's a hit. Liam skated on the beat. You haven't heard Polaroid? No, I haven't. We took a Polaroid. Oh, I was watching him. Oh my very, god, that's so very um, that's very 1989. Oh my god, you will love it. You I've got it. I've got to get on that. I've been like slacking recently, but I do love Liam. Liam is amazing. Me too. We're going to the tour. I'm ready. Oh, for sure. We love Liam. Liam. Listen, you can have our coins. I'm working extra shifts. I'm putting it in a trust fund. Whatever I have to do, we will be there. Okay. Now you better strip that down. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We also have got Normani now. Uh-huh. I love Normani. I feel like out of the Fifth Harmony girls, Normani definitely has a fighting chance to stand on her own and succeed versus just existing. You know what I'm saying? I do. So she literally just dropped the song like a few hours ago called Waves. Uh-huh. And I got my life. I already feel my reaction. It's definitely like a slow R&B like kind of jam and I like it because it just sort of showcases what Normani is really good at which Mm -hmm. is like R&B sexy music catchy hooks great vocals and you know that when you see her perform it live she's going to give you a great dance routine with it so who did she release this with with black who is that he's like another R&B artist Uh I would say he's almost kind of like he falls in that, in my opinion, he kind of falls in that category of, like, Tory Lanez or Bryson Tiller, just, like, kind of somber uh-huh. on the music. Uh-huh. And I know I have a follower, Ben. He loves Black. He's the only reason I even knew who Black was, is oh. I always seeing Ben, like, talking about Black, talking about Black. And I was like, six lack, because it's spelled with a I know. Six. I was about to ask you if that was a typo. He said, Bitch, is this, are you stupid? I said, no, that's that's black. He just wanted to pronounce black. So I thought I got excited when I saw that Normani was coming out with a song with him because I know that he has an audience. 
so like it is like kind of like elevating him as well oh okay that's really cool was um she your favorite girl out of fifth harmony because i really like i like fifth harmony um i like listen to their music but i don't like really know anything about the girls for me personally, I, the reason why I like Fifth Harmony so much is I'm the only season I've ever watched of, of X Factor was that season. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So that that was the same season that Trevor was on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. So I watched that whole entire season, and and they were great. Um, in terms of a favorite, I guess yeah, I would have to say Normani. Um, obviously, love Camila. Obviously love Allie. Obviously love Dinah Jane. Obviously love Lauren. Oh my God! Real quick, real quick. Sidebar. Uh-huh. Have y'all heard "Bottled Up"? Did have you heard "Bottled Up"? No. By Dinah Jane. Listen, listen. This is not sponsored. Is this <laughs> someone from Fifth Harmony? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I know. I know Camila, but that's, <laughs> that's about as far as it goes. And I remember watching the award show, and they blew her off the stage, they and I fell off the couch. Off. Yo, listen, let's clarify. The girl jumped. The girl jumped. (laughs) No, because people were saying, oh, they threw her off the stage. Oh, they slapped her off the stage. No, that fifth silhouette jumped off the stage. It looked like it was blown off to me (laughs) as an outsider who only knew that, oh, one of the girls left. Which one? Who knows? I was like, oh, my God. They done blew the girl off the stage. I said, imagine if One Direction did that with Zayn. Like, that would literally, like, Listen, I would never stop. I would still be talking about it. broken hearts go? Truly. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing that they, well, I mean, they've made jokes about it. But um, I guess what compares to that is, is in an interview, they were, some interviewer was like, we have to talk about the Z word. And Harry was like, oh, zebra? me bitch oh that was shady i know and then they asked they were like um so was it hard after zane left and harry was like well the hardest part was the paperwork well there it is so that's the comparison there but anyways harry said what friend never heard of her kept it pushing he Mm -hmm. said sign the paper say no more next now get me a blouse yeah get me a blouse (laughs) oh get me a blouse get out of here anyways as you were saying I like I like Normani because oh we were talking about Dinah Jane yeah listen Dinah Jane is the one she's the I one. literally she's the one she's not my favorite she's not my number one Normani is my number one but I feel like everyone is sleeping on Dinah Jane I'm not here for it she's like the tallest girl oh wait okay. I moved away from the microphone she's like the tallest girl she's like the caramel one she uh-huh. she has like good parts in the Fifth Harmony songs but to hear her sort of sing a song by herself. And for me to really be feeling it, I was pleasantly surprised. I literally was reacting to her music video for Bottled Up. And literally, Felicia, I'm filming my reaction and someone I knew, like in real life, like a customer that comes to one of my jobs all the time, is her love interest in the music video. I was shook. I visibly choked. Like, and he was so good. I was like, come on, actor. So I got my life. I like Dinah Jane. I just want to go on record and say that if y'all haven't heard Bottled Up, you need to get your life because it's a cute little pop song. Well, I need to check that out then because I check it out. Maybe I've heard it and I don't know. Next time you put your makeup on, just have it on like a Uh playlist or something. 
It'll come on and you'll be like, oh, what's this? And before you know it, you'll be at work like humming like, mm, 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 mm. I promise you. Bottled up. Yes, that's Dinah Jane. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. Oh, someone is in the kitchen with Dinah. She's up in there cooking up a hit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) Do you see my notes? Where? The baby, the owls. The owls. I want a baby on <laughs> me. Literally me. I was like, oh, Felicia's going in. Those, those were my contributions this week. <laughs> I want a baby armadillo. <laughs> and then the owls. What what's the story with baby armadillos? Why? Okay. Well, I'm I'm honestly more concerned about the owls, but let me start with the armadillos, Courtney. <laughs> Did you see the video that I tweeted yesterday of the baby armadillo? Because I no. really want one, and it almost made me cry. Um, Wait, there's not really? <laughs> there's not much of a story here, other than we will tweet it out on our Twitter, which is pantry overheard. Pantry overheard. Yes, go. Please tell the me online pantry. Yeah, please watch the video and tell me if you also would like a baby armadillo. Because I said this, and a bunch of people were like. What is wrong with you? This thing is so ugly. And I'm like, I literally oh teared up over this little baby armadillo. Really, Felicia? It's so cute. Baby animals really get me emotional. But speaking of baby animals, did you see the owls, Courtney? I saw like people <laughs> on my timeline like tweeting about it, but I was like, what is everyone talking about? And then were you talking about it in the group chat? Yeah. And no one replied. Well, I think Ricky might have replied. It. <laughs> but what I was happened? I was literally having a breakdown. I think I think Ricky replied. So someone replied. But I was having a breakdown because I see this video on my timeline and it's like, oh, look at these baby owls. And I'm like, oh, a little baby owl. I'm like, I just, you know, cried over a baby armadillo. So let me see this little baby owl. And I click on it and I watch it and it's this video and it's like this person and they are in their attic or something and they pan up and Courtney, I got chills. Um, it's some kind of alien creatures. It's not an owl. You need what? to see this. I don't, I, we will tweet this out as well, but I'm like kind of terrified a little bit. Oh, listen, I'm terrified and, um, I'm convinced that they are in my house. I don't like it. Because there's been like. owls? It's like. You've just. Courtney, please go look at it. You have to see this. I'm scared. You need to see this right now. Like. Right now? Yes, right now. Let me send it to you. Oh my God, I'm terrified. Oh, I pulled it up at work today. I was like, have y'all seen the baby (laughs) owls? I was so scared. I, I like, wanted everyone to see this. You okay, guys. Courtney is about to see this video of the baby owls. Go on our Twitter, and you can see it, too, if you haven't already seen me screaming and crying about it. Okay, let me see. I'm literally scared. You're going to freak out. Felicia. <laughs> I'm, like, scared. Baby owls on the wall are visitors from another planet. Oh, what is What the hell? <laughs> what is that? Courtney, oh! I don't like that. No, 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 no. What is that? Courtney, Absolutely not. <laughs> imagine no. opening your attic and imagine that's looking moving. at you. Imagine me moving. <laughs> like, that would be it. Like, I wouldn't even be able to tweet the video out because I would be dead. Like, <laughs> Felicia, that is a no to the no to the no, 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 no. Oh, I don't like that. 
So, um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this segment about the creepy baby owls, but I haven't been able yes. to stop thinking about it. That's terrifying. I don't like it at all. I'm convinced it's in my house. I keep hearing like a critter crawling around and I'm like, oh, something's under my house crawling around. It's probably like a squirrel. And after last night, after I saw that video, I said, oh, it's those things. Oh, my. Absolutely not. I literally am switching towns. Like, I don't even want to live in the same town. I don't like it. (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying, Felicia. Oh, my God. And you showed people that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's terrifying. (laughs) What scaring the kids? Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> listen, I I was convinced I was gonna have a nightmare and I just needed someone to comfort me. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> I needed someone to comfort me. <laughs> what is that mean? <laughs> <laughs> me and the cats. <laughs> someone please comfort me. Lord. Well, that was my contribution to the podcast. That was Critters with Felicia. Oh, Writers with Felicia. Okay, y'all. We're going to talk about what's happening on the YouTubes. And I think that this is pretty important. I think that this is, like, something that, like, y'all should hear and we should discuss and see how we feel about it because we are creators on the platform. Yeah, and it can apply to, like, literally everything. Like, it doesn't even have to apply to... YouTube, it can just apply to your adult life, um, you in school, anything, so really. Volleyball, mm-hmm. tennis. Mm-hmm. So basically, Lily Singh uploaded a video, and she said, listen, I'm taking a break from YouTube. I'm not as happy as I could be. Don't fucking panic. Like, yeah, she basically just said, like, I don't know how long I'm going to be gone, but just know that I'm not going to be uploading for the next whatever until I decide to come back. Until she decides to come back. (laughs) Basically, like, (laughs) if that was me, that would be like a nice way of being like, please don't tweet me asking me when I'm going to upload again. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Like, and I I thought it was important. Like, this literally made the news, Felicia. Did it? Like. Oh my God! Literally, Holly Scoop posted a video right after she did. Mm. Like it's it's like everyone has been talking about it. Yeah. And I don't I know why, but in the same breath, I'm I'm glad that it did make the news. Yeah. Because I think that too many creators, at least creators I know, they don't unplug enough. Mm-hmm. And even though it can be very hard to sort of take that step back because I know I feel it. Like, ain't nobody even begging me to put videos up. And, like, today, I didn't. I guess I was on day four of not uploading day five or whatever, and I was like, okay, I need to upload. It's just, like, an itch in me. Like, yeah. I just want to, like, upload all the time. But there's a certain – well, I cannot speak from experience because I'm a smaller creator, but – from what I've seen, I feel like a lot of people I know that are bigger creators sort of experience this pressure to put out certain kinds of content because it is the answer to their viewers' question, right? Mm-hmm. Viewers watch a certain creator because there's a void that they want to fill. Maybe they enjoy this and they want to fill that amount of this, whether it be humor or seeing what a different kind of lifestyle is. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like every creator sort of reaches a point where they're like, all right, 
I've answered all your questions. Now, when is it time for me to answer my question Mm -hmm. and put up content that I want to make and put out things that fulfill my heart and fulfill my soul? And then when they do that and they explore those ideas, then they don't receive the same reception as when they were doing the same old same. Because like a lot of times, you know, you subscribe for a certain reason. And then if somebody switches their content up, you're like, this isn't what I subscribed for. Why are you doing this? Which is understandable, but it's also, it's kind of similar to when your favorite artist puts out an album that's different than the one before. Like, Taylor Swift made the choice one day to say, oh, I'm not going to do country anymore. It's kind of like that, you know? Like, you're investing in somebody for a certain thing, and then they switch it up. But but you have to understand that it's probably going to be more enjoyable to watch them do something that they like to do than to watch them fake something to please you, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I'll, using myself as an example, like I was – I uploaded a lot of personal content mm-hmm. for a while, for almost my entire – career air quotes and one day I just woke up and I decided I was like I don't want people to get to know me in that way anymore yeah and then I just stopped talking about myself I felt like I was I felt like I was just like talking about myself all the time like that's how I viewed my channel my whole channel was like me talking about me, me opening the door to so many people to have access to these parts of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I realized once I made like my first couple reactions, I was like, oh, this is fun, number one, because it's music and I love music. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love music. And I can get it up quickly, which is good for the viewers, the kids. Mm-hmm. And then I've felt happy yeah I felt happy and I feel that if I wake up tomorrow and say okay I'm not making reactions anymore then I'm not making reactions anymore yeah and I think that Lily you me everyone we know has the right to press pause get their shit together package it how they want and put it out how they want i wish that i wish that a lot of creators didn't place so much pressure on themselves and realize no matter how weird it sounds as a viewer you're always going to watch as long as the creator is happy yeah it's i know it's like it's kind of hard for I guess bigger YouTubers, like I said, like I don't have the insight from a bigger YouTuber perspective, but I can still understand that this is a job for them. So they feel like if they take a break, then like they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to make money just like any normal person would. But any normal person goes to work, comes home, and then they're themselves. Creators, people that put themselves out on the internet, they are always themselves because their job is to be themselves yeah so like I leave work and I come home and I get on Twitter and I talk about Harry Styles and that's me off work but a bigger creator like Lily Singh like 
she's always Lily Singh. She's always Lily the fuck Singh. Right. So always. in order for them to take a break from work or take a vacation, that's kind of what they have to do. They have to stop making videos for a minute and take a little break and refresh and get their mind right. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like as creators, we owe our audience that quality assurance break Mm -hmm. because you get burnt out. Yeah. And people get sick of seeing you say the same shit over and over and over with just a different cover on it. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to think of video ideas all the time. Like I, I went, I went a while. I uploaded a video in June and I haven't uploaded another one since literally this week. So, and that was probably, thank you. That was probably the longest I've gone without uploading a video after I started uploading consistently. And it was just because like, I felt so much pressure when I turned the camera on, which is really weird because like, I'm not a big channel at all, but I'm, I'm kind of like, like you said, like, I I have a hard time like putting myself out there, which is kind of why I like this podcast because I can reveal personal things about myself and it just feels natural. But it was like intimidating. Like every time I like thought about filming, it would like give me this weird feeling. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it was just because I was like, well, I had a lot of people subscribe to me whenever I made the reputation reaction video. Yeah. Like a year ago. And then I'm like, well, everybody Mm -hmm. wants reaction videos, but I really love to vlog, but I don't have anything to vlog because it's literally just me and my cat. Like, so I just, it it just kept going through my head. And also like, I go through these phases where I have this like horrible, like self image confidence thing where I'm like, oh, I've gained so much weight. I don't even want to see what I look like on camera. Like, oh my God, girl. (laughs) I know. I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But I just, I go through all these things. So then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to just not think about making videos. And one day I'll just feel like, oh, let me make a video. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) Can I tell you something? Uh Uh-huh. And this is gonna. This is the hot tea. This is like the hot scalding, scalding tea exclusive. I felt for a while that I was like not satisfying a part of my audience, mm-hmm. and like that part of my audience is like the part of the audience that like we know, like in real life, like the ones yeah. that like we meet at like playlists and like VidCon and stuff, like. Mm-hmm. The regulars. I call them, like, the regulars in my head. The regulars. <laughs> um, and so I had, like, this, like, crazy idea to, like, start a second channel to put just, like, extra stuff. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, I feel like when you make a second channel, it's, like, there's, like, this pressure mm-hmm. to, like, deliver whatever that specific kind of content is on that channel. And like on my channel, for those of you who don't know, and for those of you who know me and don't watch my YouTube videos, girl, it literally, you could, if you're subscribed to me, one day you can get a notification saying I'm talking about Cardi B through a shoe at Nicki Minaj. And then literally three hours later, you can get a notification saying that I'm reacting to Britney Spears. And then the next day you might get, me at the reputation tour with Felicia and Ricky. (laughs) 
like you know what i mean like yeah. my channel is literally all over the place it always has been like i've never had like a consistent series for like longer than like two to three videos yeah. it's just like it's not me to yeah. like be constricted mm-hmm. no i agree i think it's my hard out in these like streets. that too i always always will probably forever hate the question so what kind of videos do you make i'm like I have no idea. Like, literally, you name it. There's a makeup tutorial. There's a vlog. There's a reaction video. There's a live stream. <laughs> I literally just figured out how to answer that question, like, at VidCon. And it literally wasn't even me that figured that out. I, like, literally I, – I, like, literally. I say like and literally so much. Oh, me too. <laughs> I, I had a moderator at VidCon, Chris, who's a quality man. Uh, he said just, like, off the fly. He was like, so you do social commentary. Like, what is that like? for you and I was like oh oh yeah like I never had like an aha moment yeah. ever like when it comes to like YouTube and stuff like that about what I do and I was like wow I do do social commentary I do talk a lot about whatever is going on in pop culture and what and people and like you know social commentary yeah so that now makes people sense go, what kind of videos do you make? Oh, I do like social commentary and pop culture commentary. <laughs> a little bit of music reaction. <laughs> yeah, I do it all. <laughs> and I'm an entertainment host. <laughs> and I'm a podcaster. <laughs> Triple threat, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. It's hard that. to figure out, but when you figure it out, there's like a certain level of confidence mm -hmm. that comes with that. Because like you never know what to say and you never want to sound like I know. an asshole or like pretentious or anything yeah. like that. It's always best to be humble. <laughs> It's always best to be humble, but it's also good to, what am I looking for? Appreciate what you do. Yeah, because I have a hard time doing that. I'm always like, Me oh, it's no big deal. And people are like, oh, no, actually, that was a pretty big deal, what you just did. That's literally my life story. Me too. Like, I would never realize, like, when you do things like that, like, when you talk down on yourself, it, like, makes other people uncomfortable. I know. I know because I hate it when other people do that. So I like try to get better at that. But I, it makes me feel weird whenever I'm not like, oh, it's no big deal. I don't know. We need it's to work totally on that. Fun. We're going to work on that. So I guess the lesson of today's episode is with all that we've talked about, let's end it with our Jerry Springer final note. Mine is it's never too late to be the best you that was fantastic my um final notes are baby animals are cute but sometimes they're not what you thought they were going to be but i'm sure in the end they end up cute <laughs> two types of people in the world everybody <laughs> i tried to i tried to like spin that somehow like you know, there may you know, be alien baby owls in your attic, but as long as you've got good running shoes and the Uber app, you'll still live. Yeah, like, it, it, it always works out in the end. Like, I mean, you may have that awkward stage. Like, you may be a little cute baby and then go through that awkward stage, but it's going to come yeah. full circle and you were going to be a magnificent owl, no matter how creepy you were when you were a baby and how, no matter how much you scared me. That's it. There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure 
Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a rating, please. Thank you so much to everyone who has done that already. We also have we appreciate a Twitter you. account. What is our Twitter? Our Twitter is Pantry Overheard, right? Yes, Pantry Overheard. If you want to hear a little nuggets, you know, I jumped on there and tweeted a little something, something the other day. Y'all was living. So make sure y'all follow that. Please go on there. You'll be able to see the videos of the owls and the baby armadillos. Yes. Don't forget to take care of yourself and drink lots of water. And we will be seeing you next week right after Thanksgiving. So make sure that you load up on your carbs and uh, get ready. Get ready. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>